All right, everybody. Hello, it's Dan Dan. And today we are diving into the study of a spiritual idea that's shared with us in, in the program all the time. And it's this really crazy idea, this crazy idea, because I'm a time traveler, you know, and I travel all over the world, the universe. I travel all through time. I, I think all the way back into the past, and I can even have opinions of the past during times I wasn't alive, right? All the way, all, all the way in the past, and I go all the way to the future. I always know what's going to happen tomorrow, the next day, or the next day. I decide how it ought to be, should be, could be, has to be, needs to be, must be, all these kind of things. And I put this stuff out there, and I say, holy cow. But one of those things is a really dangerous thing. And that's when I say, I'm never going to drink again. Never. And I grab that self-centered, self-sufficient self-will. And I put it right back on me. Now, I've never been successful personally at keeping that commitment. I said I was never going to do it at noon. And heck, I rarely made it past six or seven in the evening. You know, I don't know about you, but that's a really tough one to keep. One day at a time, one day at a time, O-D-A-A-T, O-D-A-T, one day at a time. That's what we're going to talk about today here on the Big Book Study. Okay, so one day at a time. Where does it come from? Well, there's a foundation of this in AA, right? We hear something about a daily reprieve or a daily stay from disaster, a daily relief from certain death. Reprieve, that's a really important idea, right? And this idea of one day at a time comes along with Dr. Bob and Bill Wilson way back at the beginning. It's not something exclusive to AA, something that AA owns or copyrighted or patented or has as, you know, our own little mantra. We don't own it, but it's a really functional thing. And when we get into living sober, living sober has got a, a good description from Bill W. about what one day at a time meant to him and Dr. Bob. It says, Although we realize that alcoholism is a permanent, irreversible condition, our experience has taught us. That's a really important line, isn't it? My experience, trial and error, we learn in our traditions is the perfect teacher. And we call that afterwards experience. Another idea around experience is experience is what I get when I don't get what I want. Experience has taught us to make no long-term promises about staying sober. That's the reference. That's the context of one day at a time, literally in the program of AA. We have found it more realistic and more successful. And I want to put myself in the best position, right? More realistic and more successful to say, I am not taking a drink just for today. Even if we drank yesterday, we could plan not to drink today. We may drink tomorrow. Who knows whether we'll even be alive then. But for these 24 hours, we decide not to drink. No matter what the temptation or provocation, we determine to go to any extremes necessary to avoid a drink for today. But Dan Dan, I want to take everything one day at a time. I want to live in the now. Be in the present moment. Be present. You know, feel it all. Take my actions for God right here in the moment. And that, that's, of course, what is required of us. But let's, let's, let's hit some of the roadblocks, right? Sometimes I use one day at a time to not do stuff. Like I'm overwhelmed. 
And I say, just one day at a time, and I begin to cut things off my list of things that are important and need doing. And maybe that's good. Maybe it's not. You got to be the judge. But we're warned in our fifth step that this idea of procrastination is one of them seven deadly sins, right? The one of sloth, just with five syllables. We got to watch out for procrastination. How we're using one day at a time to avoid doing things that do, in fact, require our attention. Another roadblock or thing that we might do with one day at a time is use it to ignore things that are calling on us right now, right now. You know, something presents itself. You uh, Just the other day, I got disturbed by a bank issue, and I wanted to say, well, I'll just call them later, right? Now, that's that procrastination thing. What I really want is out from under the new pressure. What I really want is away from that stress to get away from the, this intrusion into my serenity that I don't like, right? And a third thing that we come up with with one day at a time is to delay progress in the program, to not take that six-step ideology, that aim towards the perfect ideal, the idea that we can take the six and seven step together and aim towards the perfect ideal and then go after it in the seventh step, right? That we're going to be of maximum use to God and our fellow man, that we're going to be humble in our actions. One day at a time means that I'm going to do as best I can today to do as much as I can today to be successful in recovery and our life. That's what a recovered person does. And in discussing this topic with somebody that, really is important to me. He brought up the idea that one day at a time is a context for success because it compartmentalizes everything I need to do today and allows me to make a plan around that. And I know we're going to get into things like expectations and stuff like that, right? Don't have any expectations. Now, that's an impossible idea. You will always have some expectations. You flip a switch to turn on the lights this morning when you woke up and you, I'll bet, expected those lights to come on. That no expectations thing means to stay out of God's way and to just allow things to be however they are. But expect them to be, right? Expect them to be. It doesn't mean that you just go, well, I just don't know what's going to happen all the time and live in some sort of mystical, made-up place of confusion. Expectations are important. And they're also, of course, instinctual. There are things that we just do kind of normally. And there's a spiritual instinct built into expectations that can be managed by the one-day-at-a-time idea. So when we get into our sixth step, we talk about our character defects, right? And the idea behind the sixth step is to say, how can I take these things that have given me this freedom from the obsession to drink and drug, how can I take these steps, the one, two, three, four, and five, that have given me this relief, how do I do that with everything else? How do I do it with everything else? And that's the framework for one day at a time to expand. Some people use it as a mantra or a meditation or some sort of affirmation, and that's all good, that's all good, but that's sort of outside of the program and what we're trying to do. What we want to do is target a specific plan. One of them is to not drink, right? That's one of them. One day at a time, no drinking. 
I'm not going to drink today, no matter what the provocation, no matter how the circumstances may be. I'm not going to use it to procrastinate. I'm not going to use it to rationalize. And I'm not going to use it to avoid uncomfortable feelings and just ignore stuff, you know, what the psychobabble people might call cut off, you know, in cognitive behavioral therapy, they would call that cut off that I've just walked away from it. I'm not going to use it for that. What I'm going to use it for is to think, okay, I have this resource called time and that time is contained into the day and I'm going to map out a successful path for the day. And I think what's important is right at the top of that path is a goal. And I don't want that goal to be a physical thing on earth. What I use is the 10th step that my goal is to be able to evaluate my activity for the day and be able to say that I filled every minute purposefully. Hmm. Not, not all of it's the steps, right? I don't think about them all day long. In any case, though, that I treated people well and it helped other people and I advanced in the things that I have to deal with, that I moved forward, right? And I want to expect to do that. I want that expectation on myself, not an unrealistic expectation. I'm going to, oh, don't give it a reasonable, rational expectation based on the fact I have one day, I have one resource, time, and I'm going to use this currency of time called my attention to achieve it. One day at a time also gives us another ability. It allows us to focus in on certain character defects that we want to be rid of. So you can wake up in the morning and you can put strings together like this. Sometimes I help my sponsees through character defects this way. I was helped with this way. And that is this. Now, I'm going to focus on one character defect, be it one of the seven deadly sins or something I've come up with on my own, like I'm a neglector, I I dominate people or whatever that might be. Um, I'm a manipulator. Don't manipulate today. Okay, can I coerce? Um, Can I argue? (laughs) You know, can I do other things? I'm not going to argue today. I'm not going to compete with other people today on the basis of a right, wrong, true and false, good and bad, like and don't like. I'm not going to do these things. And I can pick one character defect and really put it front and center that day. So I'm aware of it. One day, one day at a time. I'm going to do this. And that'll help you build in your skill and knowledge. So back to that time travel thing. This is one of the problems I have in recovery is that. No matter how hard I try, I don't seem to have the ability to just say right here, right now, and be 100% present in that moment without any thought whatsoever about the past or the future, without any reflection or consideration. And I think that's important to remember because that clarity, that idea comes as a secondary benefit. It's a secondary benefit, and it's a benefit from this word here, gratitude. And gratitude, ironically, doesn't get a whole lot of play in our program, in our literature. The word gratitude only appears in our big book one time. <laughs> That's it, just that one time. But the ideas behind it, what happens as a result of it, appear a lot. And when we can leverage gratitude, we will find that our expectations or the framework of our expectations, that desire to determine or to know what the future holds and that desire to determine and know 
how to avoid or fix the past kind of goes away, kind of goes away. So to bring it back to one day at a time, through gratitude, by the leveraging of gratitude, which we achieved through the steps because we didn't write the steps, we didn't create the higher power, we didn't make the AA meetings, we didn't make the roads and all these things that we use every day, right? We had nothing to do with those things. We had a very small part to play in the world, but an important part is we all have. And, and I'm grateful that it was all there. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And then when I look into the future, the expectations for myself begin to change. Now, one day at a time can begin to be helpful for tomorrow. And I think that's vital. So in our big book, there's a couple of references to, to how to live one day at a time. And one of them that's really, I find most interesting, I'm going to flip around to it here, it starts off on page 83 where it says, the spiritual life is not a theory. We have to live it. We have to live it. Right there and into action. And it says, there may be some wrongs we can never fully right, but we don't worry about them if we can honestly say to ourselves that we would write them if we could. So be ready, right? It says, be ready, 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 entirely ready to get rid of those defects of character from keeping us from doing that right there. Some people cannot be seen. We send them an honest letter, and it gives us some clarity on what to do next. As we flip through, it tells us it's easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our previous achievements or our laurels. That's on page 85, and that could be really bad. So. How do I frame up? What what do I do to start my one day at a time? Well, the one day at a time actually starts the night before. And you can see that in our book on page 86. On page 86, we get right to the middle of the page, and this is how we're going to finish up our one day at a time idea. This is the framework for one day at a time. Ready? Starts the night before, 10th step time. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day. So we want to look at how the day went, not from a self-deprecating point of view or what went wrong, just give some overall considerations to how the day went. And we got two qualifying questions come up. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? That's one of them, right? So we're looking for those things and checking to see where we have been kind, loving, and tolerant towards all. So then we look at the day itself, right? This is the third part of the actual plan. How do we carry it out? What are we doing? And then we bump into something and we're like, oh, son of a, and, it, and we hit this thing called confusion or indecision or resentment, you know, or anger or something just disrupts us. It dives in and interrupts our day, just intrudes on in and says, hey, I'm here. And what do we do? And it says that in thinking about our day, we may face indecision, those things, you know, anger, interruptions, resentments, whatever. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Something's going to change our plan. Urgh! I don't think that's allowed, right? Here we ask God for inspiration, right? You don't feel like you can do something. You ask the higher power for inspiration. God, direct me into your will. I'm here to serve you. Show me what to do, Lord. An intuitive thought or decision. God, give it to me. Give it to me. Bring it on, man. Bring it and then start listening because that could come from other people. It could come from a spiritual text. It could come from a share in a meeting. It could come from a random phone call that comes in. It could come from a billboard. Who the heck knows? But be ready 
that message is coming. That's why it's so important that our character defects as advised in step six are arrested so that we can be ready to hear it. And this is the best part of one day at a time. If we follow these directions, we start our one day the night before and we wake up in the morning and we get ready for the day. And as we go through the day, we do these things. This is the, this is what we get. Now, this is not going to sound like an alcoholic. This is what a recovered alcoholic will probably experience. This is what the we and the steps are trying to tell you you can have too. It says we may not be able to determine which course to take. Here we ask God for inspiration and intuitive thought or decision. We relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind, being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God. So this is written to the newcomer. It's important to remember. It is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. That's why we refer spiritual inspiration and direction to a conversation with sponsor, other member of AA, other spiritual advisor, clergy, friends, somebody else. We definitely run it by somebody else. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely on it. This is the context of how to take one day at a time and apply it over our character defects so we create fewer resentments in our lives and find peace and happiness, which we will experience as we relax. Ooh, what a great word. We relax. We don't struggle. And we're able to move on with our day. One day at a time. One day at a time. It's a great way, if you're brand new to AA, to compartmentalize your commitment to not drink. I think most of us can handle the one-day time frame. It's also a way to tackle all of your character defects and to maintain a spiritual attitude, your spiritual fitness throughout the day, no matter what the circumstances may be, no matter what the trials or victories that may come about. If you're going to have a discussion about one day at a time, if you're thinking about doing this as a topic at a meeting, some things you can talk about are how are people in the meeting applying one day at a time to their character defects or challenges that they're working through in their life? Because one day at a time also works as one step at a time, also works as one little bit at a time, only 1% improvement at a time, things like that. There's lots of ways to apply the spiritual concept into your life. How do you use one day at a time to gain self-reliance and self-control, our 10-step says, self-restraint, and successfully navigate your day. I hope you have a great discussion.